Make that make that big booty twerk. I cannot. You started this shit this morning. I feel that twerking booties and shit. Welcome to Become She, where we are guaranteed to piss you off with yourself, make you think, and help you grow in shit, cause it's spring or whatever. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> Remember, Become She is a movement capturing the transcendental journey of the strong woman to the free woman, granting herself permission to actualize her highest self. Mm, you have a, a radio voice. You know that Do nighttime I? radio? You know the clowns that be playing, like they be playing the throwback shy lights and temptations. You got one of them voices. I don't know. Don't do it. I just feel calm as mm. fuck, bitch. Thank you. <laughs> um, so today's episode is titled She is an Ally. Or is she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically this episode is concerned with assessing the ways we, and we meaning women, we have been taught to disavow and alienate the other. The other woman. Or other women. Plural. Yeah. 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 So, so we're going to start off with a clip. I'm going to keep it cheap with y'all real quick. I got a little problem. Okay. So my issue is with you chicks. Uh, <laughs> it's recalibrating. Real quick. I got a little problem. Okay. So my issue is with you chicks. Okay. So we're going to have to make that one down low real quick. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, we're going to just have to wait. Wait, what is... No, no, no. Make it, make it down low. But what's the title of... What was the title of it? She something... Let me pull up my text. Is that dick in good hands? And it has all these emojis with the shaking hand emojis, the brown shaking hand emojis. Then there's a brown stop hand, and then there's a two brown hands. So for those who didn't hear what I said or what Nicolia said, is is that dick in good hands? We're gonna try playing it from my phone. Sorry, guys <clears throat> and girls. She is unprepared. <clears throat> I'm keeping cheap with y'all real quick. I got a little problem. Okay. So my issue is with you chicks who screaming y'all want a boyfriend so bad, y'all want a man so bad. Soon as y'all get one one, then all of a sudden you bitches is too tough to fuck. I'm confused. Which, pick a struggle, bitch. Which one do you want? You got three motherfucking holes, two hands, and a pair of motherfucking feet. Ain't no motherfucking way. That man dick should be dry. Ain't no motherfucking way. You bitches wonder why motherfuckers cheat on Because you don't want to use your throat. Or you don't want to use both of these motherfucking palms. Or you don't want to use your ass. Or you don't want to use the front. Bitch, pick a motherfucking struggle. You're not going to keep that nigga with no dry ass dick. Get your shit together, okay? That shit ain't cute and it ain't funny. And you married bitches better stop, okay? Because this is why these niggas go out and fucking cheat. You better fuck your man. Suck his dick into his motherfucking soul. Seep out of his motherfucking toes. <laughs> Get it together. Thank you for that, Sheetra Henley via Facebook. So, I was actually sent. <laughs> I'm gonna let, just gonna let that out. 
<laughs> his soul seep out his did. motherfucking toes. And she meant that thing. He did. She said firm in that thing without Yo, blinking. I want to know if she's going to have some dick sucking classes though. Well, this is Sheetra Henley, so maybe she will. Um, a Facebook. So she's definitely on Facebook. Um, but my husband sent this link to me and it was interesting to watch, to say the least. Um, why was it interesting? It was interesting because while the things she was saying, um, is fact, right? Doesn't mean that it's true. And so I'm going to distinguish what that means. So fact is, you know. It is what it is. The sky is blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the... Your heart the, pumps blood. Yeah. But As the I context... <laughs> the context um, by which she presented those facts are totally, totally male-centered. Um, it does not center women's pleasure. It centers mm. men and male pleasure as the impetus or as the soul, you know, objective, like to keep him happy so that he doesn't leave, so that he doesn't go out here and cheat. And it's like, you're not, as women, it doesn't center. Yeah, The premise is is Mm -hmm. all about the Mm -hmm. man and has, it's, it's, oh, this idea, oh, you got to keep a man. Mm -hmm. Oh, you lonely at Mm -hmm. 40. Oh, why you ain't got no husband yet? Mm -hmm. This is why. Mm -hmm. And it sounds real, it sounds real bitter as if, you know... I don't know what her struggles may have been. Um, you know, I don't know what her struggles, but it just sounds very, very layered with with some extra emotion attached. So while she hmm. is correct, anyone who's sexually not happy in a situation is like we discussed, is gonna be open, seeking, looking around, pheromones thrown in the wind. Someone's gonna sniff you out, right? Yeah. But I don't think that should be the sole reason that you offer your how many holes she said? Your two she said holes. three holes. Oh, your three holes. She's talking that about be the, the pussy, yeah. the ass, and the mouth. That's what you I'm should saying. not have to offer your three holes as if this is a transaction in order to keep, you know, whatever relationship out of the red, if that makes sense. Like, this is not a transaction, but that's the way in which she she centered. Like, if you don't give him attention, he's going to go out here and... You know, I mean, pick a it, struggle. You it, can't be single and, you know, not fucking bitch. I'm I like, mean, huh? <laughs> does, it, does it not work vice versa, though? She doesn't, she doesn't present it that way. Let me tell you it's something. It's almost as if her pleasure or female pleasure is not Let me in tell question you something. at so all. y'all know she getting married and shit, and we are in premarital counseling. Yes. Yikes! And um, my counselor said, our counselor said to us this week, um, like, you know, it's cute now or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are winters in marriage. There are going to be times where you may be able to weather your winter or not. And she was said a lot of people mistake that, um, sex and passion is what keeps a marriage. And she said, it's not, it's actually friendship. At the end of the day, yeah, ain't no dick sucking gonna keep a man that don't want to be there, right? I mean, I mean, I don't know. I ain't never been married. Shit. Um, yet. you're <laughs> in the process. You're going. You're engaged. I am, but, but I haven't gone through a winter in the sense mm. to know like what is going to keep my partner winter is coming. Oh shit! <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> White walkers and shit. Oh, Coming Girl, for your marriage. it is. 
Yeah. For real. So I I sent that clip to my <laughs> fiance and he was like, Well, I agree. Nigga, what? Woo. Fuck you mean. <laughs> I don't think uh, he was. Um, I don't think he was taking the approach that, that yeah. you're taking right now. It was. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it. It was hard for me. For one, I don't want to be that partner that's just like I, I never want to like withhold sex. I feel like we like should replay movies. the clip again because I just feel like maybe some of our listeners might not have caught like all of the like tones of her voice there was like a very real like rage scorn like there was scorn for women who don't serve or offer their body parts of, to be of service right to male pleasure it's like i mean okay okay there's a, a lot of scorn there i know and i were using the word of service and i get what you're saying but i don't think anyone gets married thinking that their partner is going to withhold sexual pleasure from them if that was their agreement beforehand so i see what she's saying in the sense like like kyle and jessica you know like we've been doing grown folk activity since you know jesus was a boy we get married (laughs) and then i stopped doing all the things that i was doing before i can see why that is a problem for myself and for my partner if i'm not doing the things that I used to do, although I don't think that's what she's saying. I think she's saying that you have to do these things. That's to keep what I'm the saying, and 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 that's what I'm saying. I felt like that type of scorn and that kind of indoctrination is something that a lot of women have subconsciously. And it, to go back to our she and yeah. she is an ally. It's like that's why when something happens in a relationship, even if it's not a marriage relationship, yeah. people are always apt to say, "What did she do?" I have what, a personal what, question. What didn't she give? Why Why did? Why would he want to leave her? It's never about him and what she failed to get. I have a personal question. Oh, I don't know. You don't know if you want to... No, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know, you know. Um, have you ever had tired sex? And I'm going to... What I mean by that is your partner wants to have sex. You don't for oh, being yeah. tired. Or you're just like, oh, like, okay, whatever. Do, do whatever you sure want. Sure have. And by the time it was over, I was happy I woke the fuck up. I understand that. And perked up. But in the, I mean, good dick will do that. (laughs) Like I'm saying, like if if the dick is whack and like, you know, I'm still sleeping, that's a problem. But what I'm saying is initially the act, you didn't initiate the act Mm -hmm. and you kind of was like, eh, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like you could do it, but like, I ain't really feel like, I'd rather go to sleep right now. Yeah. And then it happens anyway. In that moment, is that not for the other person and not for you? Um, I've done that. It is, but at the same token, that friendship is what cements that. I don't want to say sacrifice, but in a, in a sense, you're sacrificing Shit. sleep. I would say that is a sacrifice. So it's 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 not fear though. It's not fear driven. Like if I don't fuck him, he's gonna go out oh. here and fuck on me. Like that's the type of tone and energy that I heard with that whole okay. little spiel about you know. It just sounded real scornful and sounded real berating. Right? Very belittling, like, you know what I mean? She did come off Yeah, it was a lot of fear-based. And it's like, the only reason why I would wake up or, you know, allow my husband to proceed when I am tired as hell Mm -hmm. is because there's a friendship. And I love him as a friend. And 
that's what keeps the you know the the chemi- like the chemical connection and yeah. even the the ability to sacrifice like yeah. you know to come up out of my sleep which is you know some you know I mean you you're she's right you do pick your struggles but it shouldn't be right. because of fear got it you know what i'm saying and i feel like that that was her whole narrative it was a narrative based in fear i had um of another woman taking what you got you see what i'm saying like you're already yeah. You're already insinuating competition and scarcity, bitch. And if and if you don't if you don't get out here and fuck your man, then somebody some other bitch is gonna be waiting in the wing. It's like that already. You're already pitting imaginary women against each other, which goes into my narrative of she she the whole episode. Girl. She is an ally. How do I see an ally in you when I'm constantly subconsciously that you're after my yes, man and that you can get him that you're waiting that the, someone's waiting and that is gonna be that one time that I slack mm-hmm. the fuck off that and I get tired or mm-hmm. man How I mean you- I, I I'm laughing because I've had male friends tell me that they will wait until they like they will pursue a woman knowing good and damn well she's in a relationship. But wait for homeboy to fuck up so that he could slide on in. It's true. I'm sure women do the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't don't know if... I don't think you can win a man with sex. I think that keeps him uh, stimulated for a time being. Like... Okay, you can make his dick wet. You can get him hard. He can bust one up in you or some shit. But like, I don't think I don't think that's going to keep. I don't think that's enough to keep a man. I think that's enough Not. to keep him coming around for that. But to like have him is well, you know what? I've seen I've know. seen so much. I've seen Amina Butterfly become the Girl. wife after Mina. like I've seen so much. So I think that wasn't just sex between them though. Yeah, they had chemistry. Yeah, before that, I mm-hmm. I say this because my um. I don't know if this is too much, but it's my show, so fuck it. So, <laughs> oh, so my fiance, um, him and his the mother of his child mm-hmm. had a very long, challenging relationship, and he said that after they broke up, um, he was still fucking her. Okay, and I was like, well, why? You hated her. You were doing saying all these mean things to her. Like calling out her name, and which I think that says a lot about her self esteem that she kept opening her legs for a man that degraded her. But for him, I was like, well, why did you keep going back, mm-hmm. knowing that you didn't like her anymore? Like you didn't even fuck with her anymore. Like, but for your kid, it it wouldn't be nothing. And he was like, well, it was a familiar, warm mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. damn. And that's the fucking truth. <laughs> I mean, I knew someone. Who has six baby mamas and will rotate between all six of them <gasps> as he saw fit. And would have a home with all six of them as he saw fit. But but what you just And they said, all knew of each other. Oh damn. So it was definitely well, I mean it happens because but it was that allowed. Goes back to my point. It was allowed. That's not though. having him. He's going back to for It's what having he's- a piece of him. A piece of him is better than having none but of him. It's for him. Like he ain't fucking them for them. <laughs> Now, if if I'm being told the things that I need to be told, and if in this moment I feel like I'm winning against the next bitch whom I know, but he's that's calculated. He's doing that so that he matter. can enter whatever he wants. Doesn't they may matter. think they're getting something, a piece of him, but he could be bullshit. It doesn't matter. Not if I'm in such a place to where it's fertile, and I and I need to hear what you're telling me. To feel superior to the other five baby mamas who you know mm. he not coming to visit. I'm a little jaded right now. Because, it is what it is. I mean, uh, we've uh, been pit against each other. I think women need to understand that 
collectively in a collective sense we have been pitted against each other from the like from the earliest of times and it didn't used to always be this way but with the whole rise of you know patriarchy and toxic whatever women who are inherently connected like we inherently are connected as women our cycles sync at the same time if me and you were roommates our cycles would be syncing up yes, together yes, do you understand how powerful that shit is that don't happen with men yeah so we are inherently synced, inherently connected, inherently intuitive. We have an inherent sisterhood by being women. And for some reason, we don't see each other as allies. And we need to figure out why. Do we have... Re- what are but not every woman is that's your true. ally, though. I, I agree. But you know what? I can come into the situation having an allyship. Okay. But choosing to have discernment about who I'm, who I bestow that allyship to. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. I'm here for everybody because I'm not, and I've said that to several people. Like my sisterhood isn't for everybody, but I am a sister to all. But I'm not gonna force you to be my sister. Like Iyanla doesn't force you for your healing. I'm not gonna fight you for your healing. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fight you to be a sister to you. Yeah. But please know that I still come as a sister. I come as an ally, whether you want to receive it or not. I'm not going to force it on you, but I'm just saying, like, there are real women who don't think highly of other women, and it's because they don't really think highly of themselves. They don't trust themselves. Do you think that's what Homegirl was basically? Like, that's her vibes? Or that actually gets some, like, like, I don't even want to say it. Uh, Please, this is our show. Please, the (laughs) listeners are wanting our transparency. I get, like, some lesbian vibes from her. And she probably could be by. I get that. Some fluid, her. some fluidity I, which, there. Yeah, which is nothing wrong with that, but I don't. I guess I'm trying to figure out why she decided to to go on live and say that or post a video about it. Like, I don't know if she's been burned in a situation like that. Like, she had a man and like she fell asleep versus woke the fuck up, and then somebody <laughs> slid in for the win. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Or, <laughs> You saying. wasn't winning if he can if he could if if they could slide in for the win you wasn't winning your ego got hurt your ego got broken because if another man is leaving you over some sex then he wasn't the man that you thought he was he wasn't your friend that's what I'm saying he was there was no friendship at all I'm not talking about a man making a mistake I'm not saying that I'm not talking about a woman making a mistake because you know all women aren't in heterosexual relationships let's be clear about that so. If a woman or a man can slide out of on, slide out on you because the sex is better or the mouth is better or the booty is bigger, then yeah, then your foundation like so. I think you need to be clear to not make your personal ego. You know, I still think she is an ally to somebody because some people speak that language. Now that's deep. I'm just saying. Like, we may see it different, but I bet you, I promise you, I'll bet my whole bank account, bitch, that someone is out there thinking the same and way I'm, she's thinking. And I'm sure there's a and sisterhood. Took the, and watched that video. I was like, damn. She's right. She's right, yo. And I'm sure we all a, don't speak the same sister language. That's true. And I'm just going to say, there probably are sisterhoods that are built around male service, yes. centering males yes. in their life. That's just not my sisterhood. That ain't. And we're not <laughs> sisters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's maybe, a good one, Jess. Maybe, that was good. Maybe that's what she was taught, too. Maybe her mother taught her that. And her mother's mother taught her, like, oh, you got to 
you got to do this and that to keep your your man around. Otherwise, he. I have heard women yeah. say that out old loud. school women. Yeah, old school women down south, Mississippi, Making Alabama. Biscuits every morning for breakfast type shit. Yeah, with the grits and the shrimp. And yeah. the gravy. Yeah. And the smothered chicken. Shall yeah. I go on? It's, okay. It's color purple. It's <gasps> it's male centered. Oh, it is. It's male centered. So you're right. You're Ugh. right about that. So that's interesting to know and I feel that like she is an ally to some one. I don't I don't think we you at as in Nicole and Jessica ever come off judgy, but I feel like it could be perceived as judgment as we talk about her sister language, her sister code. But I think it's important that we all respect how we all see things. I don't necessarily agree with... I half agree with her. I do think that... I mean, it's all about knowing your partner, too. A little (laughs) bit. Going back to that episode, yeah. She knows her partner. Um, Catch it if you haven't. Shame (laughs) on you. (laughs) But I'm not that way. Like, I don't... I don't feel like I don't have to always be throwing sex for it to be real, but some yeah. some men feel that way. And if your partner's like that, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, physical touching might be his love language. Yeah, yeah, that that is true. In which case, all three holes will need to be utilized. I'm just <laughs> and lubricated, please. <laughs> I cannot. We ain't had no tearing around these parts. What? I'm just saying. I'm just. Oh, saying. I choked a little. <laughs> You better get that deep throat numbing spray from Amazon. Because saying. you gotta be Girl. ready. Obviously, if that's if that's the language you're speaking, other sisters out there will definitely help you connect those dots. And I feel like a lot of us are quick to say, "Oh, that ain't true. Oh, that ain't us. Oh, that ain't never gonna be me." But deep down, you still gonna do the same shit tonight that you did the night before with your husband or your boyfriend or your side nigga or your girlfriend or your girlfriend or, or, or your, your wife. wife or yeah. right or whoever. This Your need, lover. this desire to please. Like, some people are pleasers more than they are receivers. Like, they love to please. Yeah. That turns them on. And maybe she's coming from that perspective, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this was... Yeah. This wasn't as cut and dry as we thought. Um, but either way, she's an ally to somebody. She is. So, you need to... I guess what is important is figuring out where your allyship lies. Who are your sisters? You know, and being honest about who your sisters are because you're being honest about who you are and what your paradigms are. I'm ready to call Dr. East. Yeah. That's my sister. Damn it. <laughs> you going to call Dr. East. <laughs> Hope Dr. East is ready. Put you on speaker. So if you don't know who Dr. East is, again, shame on you. You should have been following us on social media. You know that she's a psychotherapist that joined our show for our Dear Become She segment a couple weeks ago. Yeah, she's a dope contributor, yeah. Uh, Dr. East ain't answering So she's not answering just yet, but yeah. She went on a bike ride. I wonder if she's back She was out trekking, (laughs) trekking in the wild. Um, She has an amazing book called The Hangover that I'm still getting through, Overcoming Emotional Addiction. I thought you finished it. Mm -mm. A little bit. I'm done. You know, I've been plowing through four books at the same time. Um, Why are you doing that to yourself? It's adventurous. It's adventurous for me. Yeah. Oh, Um, oh, oh, oh. Not torturous at all. Just we're supposed to call her at home. Uh, So, yeah. Check out her, The Hangover, Overcoming Emotional Addiction, because a lot of her advice is coming from her own book. So... 
I wonder if she watched the video. Hi, Dr. East. We were just talking hey, about ladies, you. Hey, ladies. How are you? Good. How was your bike ride? <laughs> was it not good? No, I, I didn't hear you. What did you say? Oh, how was your bike ride? Oh, the bike ride was good. <laughs> yes, that's it was good. good. It was good to get some exercise in for a change, de-stress a little bit. Yes. I know. That's right. Did you watch the video we sent? <laughs> I did. Woo! <laughs> 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 is clowning That's today. That's all I have to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> so we're ready to get into the... Um, I, I, you know, I understand where she's coming from, definitely. I mean, she gave it to you straight, no treat, no shade, and I respect that. Um, I can't agree with it 100%, right. but... Um, but I respect, I respect where she's coming from. I mean, we kind of feel the same way. Well, I kind of feel the same way. Nicole is a little off, off with what she said. I'm just. No, I kinda... said it was truth, but not facts. No, that it was facts, but not truth. Excuse me. Yeah. Realize that, that her context was a little, you know, male centered for me. But, you know, I did understand what she was saying to be fact, but not mm-hmm. necessarily truth. Not everybody's so. truth. But it's speaking to someone's truth, and she well, isn't. She's an ally to like, someone. Um, I feel, I feel like the truth should be. Um, ultimately, there is no excuse or responsibility if your mate chooses to step out on you. That is their choice. I don't care what you are or are not doing. Mm. Um, granted, you have to take ownership of you being detached from your mate, okay, and not having a connection with them, and therefore allowing that opportunity or allowing that thought process to even take place, but. Ultimately, it's that person's responsibility to stay true to you. Mm. And if they're going to be a man or a woman about their situation and just say straight up that they are thinking about this or let you know that you need to step up. So, I mean, that that part will, will mm. probably be where I disagree with her because I, I, I feel like at that point you're blaming the person in the relationship. Yeah. You know, th- it takes two. It takes two to, you know, to intertwine and it takes two to unravel. And so, yes. you know, there's responsibilities on both ends. However, I do get her point where she's saying, you know, we do have ladies out there constantly screaming about they want a man, they want a man so much, and then they get one and they don't know how to treat that particular person. Well, this is why, because they're not complete themselves. So why are you bringing somebody else into your toxic situation? You're not together. So yeah. how you going to bring somebody else and expect them to get you together when you can't get yourself together? Mm-hmm. The hangover people overcoming emotional addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. Yeah, you know, it is. One of the things that we talk about is the fact that, you know, women have this um, concept that their mate, whether it be male or female, is going to come in and fix the situation. You know, this is the person that's going to make me complete. This is the person going to validate me. You know, as an individual, give me um, what I never had before. We're putting all these <laughs> right, and we're putting all these responsibilities on this relationship, making it happen. When what we need to be doing is making sure that we are investing in ourselves and that we're one hundred. Because when you're one hundred, you really don't need an extra five or two percent because you're already at one hundred. You know what I mean? You don't need yeah. extra credit when you already got a hundred percent on the test. So mm. my thing is. If we are making sure that we are doing the things that we need to do for ourselves, such as women, i.e., um, 
checking our own behaviors and patterns, checking the way that we speak to people. You know, who's the common denominator in these relationships? What is it that these relationships are constantly telling you? You know, if you have a situation where the dude or female is constantly telling you that you keep coming out the side of your mouth or that you are disrespectful or that your tone, you know, is very um, undermining or demeaning to them, then that's something you have to work on. Just because you go on to a new relationship doesn't mean that that behavioral pattern that you present with is going to change because it's not. And then you'll be right back at, at square one again. Do you think that sometimes men and women uh, treat relationships as mm, like a workshop? I'm going to fix all the things that have been wrong and broken with this particular person. It's almost like a trial and error kind of thing. Does that make sense? Um, I think that, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that people do jump into relationships and say, you know what, all the stuff that I did wrong in that one, I'm going to fix it and make sure I don't do that in this one. Um, I get that thought process, but what I'm trying to teach women to do is get to the underlining root of why you did what you did in the other relationship. Yeah, yeah. Because if all you're trying to do is change the surface, then all that underlining that's taking place is going to have a problem. You don't know that a volcano is about to erupt if you're standing on the surface because it's erupting from the bottom up. And so a lot of the things that we are doing in our lives is erupting from the bottom up. And so we got to go deep you know, within ourselves and, and figure that out first and then everything else will, will run smoothly without us even thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, back to our topic of she is an ally and investigating the reasons why women, like, I guess, disavow, why we disavow each other. Like, do you have, do you think there was any insightful, I guess, uh, things that you noticed about the video that we played or the clip that we played earlier? Because it just sounded like a lot of scorn and it was sounding like a lot of berating and, you know, you got to get it together and get in line so that he doesn't leave you. Kind of like this scarcity fear tactic. Um, it, it just, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of women, that's how we see other women as that's the bitch that's going to come for what's mine. Mm-hmm. Or I have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have to keep it together because if I let if I let shit fall apart or if I slip up, there's another, you know, there's someone else in the, in the wing waiting, waiting to take lurking. my spot. Yep. Yeah. So do you have any insight to speak on that or maybe even a, a letter or dear she, um, you know, situation or scenario that speaks to that? fear of other women you know and the the reasons why we disavow each other and alienate each other i guess in that way nicole is really confused well, she's really I, scratching her head like <laughs> <laughs> i think one of the reasons why we do that is because we've kind of you know drank society's kool-aid of making us feel like there aren't any good prospects out there um mm. and that we get to a point where we feel lucky you know, to be with that person. I talk about that in my book. Yeah, you do. You know, the hangover, overcoming emotional addiction, how we swallow society's, you know, how I talk about in Chapter 2, society is your pusher man, you know, and we end up devouring the fact that, oh, there's not a lot of good prospects out there. I need to be grateful, you know, for the fact that I got this person and, you know, let me make sure I'm on point because my biggest fear is that, you know, someone else is going to come and take my man or take my woman. First of all, if you can, I tell people straight up about my, about my husband. If you can come in here and take him, bye. Mm-hmm. See, let me let me pack him, let me pack up all his shit for you. Because first of all, what I'm not gonna do mm. is try to hold on to someone who's not holding on equally to me. See, that's number one. Here we go. 
And if I'm in this, and if I'm in a relationship with another person, then that means we both equally agree to be partners in this. And so my least fear should be that somebody can come in and take them. Right. Um, That's what know, I'm saying. Yeah. That, that should be the least of my worries. What I try to focus on in my relationship is, mm. am I being authentically true to me, you know, and being proud of who I am so that that pride radiates to him? Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what I focus on in, in my marriage. You know, when I talk about being a good wife, that means that I got to be a good woman first. Mm-hmm. And that starts with me. Wow. And then I can trickle over and being a good wife. So, you know, to go back, I think yeah, a, that was a whole that nugget. we have... Huh? That was a whole nugget that just dropped. Yeah. That was a whole nugget. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be a good woman to me. On the wrong stuff, and out of fear, we tend to compromise, you know, um, our standards and expectations, and we just kind of go along with whatever. Meanwhile, we're not, you know, at the same time, I see women not demanding those same expectations. Like, we're going hard in the paint because we're so um, thirsty, right? To be yeah. in a relationship, and then we allowing that person, whether they're male or female, to do whatever the hell they want. Right, 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 you know, Doctor East. <laughs> yeah, we broke down that that hungry versus thirsty on the social media. As I'm you so saw. tired of after these dear she segments with you that I'm going home reevaluating my whole life, <laughs> throwing up my pillows, <laughs> you know, cocooning in the corner somewhere or some shit. I just can't <laughs> cocooning. Like back to square one. Wine open. <laughs> Motherfucker thought they was a butterfly. No. Still working on it. Not yet ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. Oh my god. No, it's that was important though. And see and see that's the thing, ladies, is that, you know, when someone breaks it to some of us raw and real like I do, then we're so easily, you know, we, we get upset and then we dismiss. You know, if something means that we got to do work or we got to look within and we got to really fix some shit, then we'd rather dismiss it and just keep, you know, band-aiding the situation. Or dismiss them. In actuality, mm-hmm. they're right. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's so important that, you know, if we're really talking about being powerful women, like, if you're a powerful woman, the first thing that you got to recognize is if your power is being depleted. Hmm. And in what area is it being depleted? And so let me go back and get my power. So if my power is being depleted because I don't know when to be silent, let me practice, you know, peacefulness. If my power is being taken because I don't know what's appropriate for me to wear, you know, let me practice some humbleness. You know what I mean? And some yeah. respect and some regard. So, you know, again, we are dispensing our power and not necessarily you know bringing it back to ourselves because that means that we have to look at ourselves and actually do the work well that was a word um several (laughs) several words several words um we we gotta wrap up this episode uh but thank you i will be texting you after this because i'm just like whoa <laughs> all, right. <laughs> okay. all right. Um, so we'll talk to you soon, all right? Thank you so much, Dr. Thank you. All right, ladies. Take care. Bye. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of being stumped on it's my own day. Always, show. yeah, back to the drawing board with Dr. East. Done. <laughs> that's the next that's the name of the segment. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> and that's how you finish out a, a season. Yeah. It's yeah. the end of season four, guys. Oh, yeah, it is. 
Um, so, girl. We're going into season five. We sure are. Uh, Season five will be airing May 9th. (laughs) May 9th. Um, New episodes will be up on the website within like a couple weeks. I'll be lazy, y'all. So, (laughs) that's just being honest. She is real. So, um, definitely submit your Dear She letters for season five where... We're gearing up. Yeah, we can only go as deep as our audience takes us. Like, we're not driving this ship, y'all. Like, we came out in season one crying and boohooing, being transparent about our issues and bringing our dilemmas and life traps and, you know, emotional circumstances to the table but i have we have a new listener Mm -hmm. and she came to me and she was like i'm listening i just listened to the first episode and i was like yikes that was a long time ago and i was like and i was like well you may want to skip to season two because we were like yeah the whole time she's like no 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 i want to i want to grow i want to grow that's right she's committed she's following (laughs) the entire journey yeah so because we're no longer as you know forthcoming because we kind of did that in season one so we're not going to keep revisiting our live traps and emotional yeah you know so we need to keep going and we need the ammunition to keep going with so if you don't bring your issues and your concerns and the things that you slide on facebook the questions scratch (laughs) scratch and record this means all our friends and family i'm putting all y'all out there stop texting and calling us and submit them damn dear she letters and Mm -hmm. i kind of mean it Mm -hmm. i'm gonna start sending y'all the links we're not gonna use because you know who you are. It you doesn't matter. We're not. We, we're not trying to put you out there. We're trying to put your issue out there to the forefront because there are other women and men as well who listen yeah. who are living feeling isolated because they feel like they're the only ones and right. ashamed and guilt and all these different feelings because no one is bringing the light to the dark or the dark to the light. So we want to do that, and we help ourselves in talking about these issues. Like we get a lot of breakthroughs. So submit your dear become she letters at become she podcast at gmail.com or you can just fill in the the form that's on our become she.com website on the dear it's easy page. it kind of it can be a scenario it I'm could be start. a question it could be a <laughs> statement it can be whatever right we just need you to help us help you come on come so on. And ending uh, season four on that note. (laughs) 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 Thanks for vibing with us through season four. Season one through four. (laughs) It has been amazing one through four seasons. (laughs) Oh my God, we're podcasters. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for following this journey with us and sharing your comments and commenting in our Become She Nation Facebook group and on Instagram. Like, Sliding in our DMs on Instagram and sliding our DMs on that Gmail and too. And shout out to Cynthia. People writing blog posts inspired I by our know. podcast episodes. It's crazy. So we just want to help beautiful. you help us help you. This is Nicole and Jess signing, signing out. Become she, become free. free.